Hi, sisters. Welcome to our podcast, Sisters in Zion. I'm Kirsten Kirschbaum here with my best friend, Danielle Daniel. Hi, everybody. <laughs> welcome, welcome. We're always happy to have you here with us and really just having conversations as best friends to draw closer to our Savior. This is a time that we both look forward to every week. It's, it's our time to just sit down together and, and kind of cozy up and, and we just invite you to come come along with us as we process our week and the ways that we bring the Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, into our lives and and in the gratitude that we feel for that time that we get to spend with him. And, and I know for me, I mean, my goodness, I, I can think of so many times this week where I have felt such gratitude for this new relationship that I have with my Savior. Like it's it's one that's like, I've always, I've always known he's there with me and for me. And I, I believe at different times in our lives, we have a different relationship with him. He doesn't necessarily change, right? But it's us and either our willingness or our desire to have certain kinds of relationships with him. And so as I look back over my week, I've, I've definitely had a couple of moments um, this week where I was so grateful to know the Savior as my friend. You know what I mean? Like just having him there with me as, as I would have you, Danielle, like as I would have you sitting there with me and not having to second guess that or really question like, oh, oh is he really there? Like, is he, is he really cared? Is he really, you know, all that. And I'm just like, all of those doubts for me that maybe I've had, no, I've definitely had <laughs> throughout my life. Those are gone now. And I know there will be there will be new levels, right? That I will get to know him on in new ways, and hopefully in a few years from now I'll be able to look back and and say, oh, remember the time when I didn't know him in you know this new way, right? I don't know what that way is yet, but my goodness, I am just so grateful to have him as my as my best friend, as someone I can just talk to and know for sure that I can count on for being there. Oh, I so agree. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks for it's beautifully put. It's like a relationship that evolves. And honestly, you know, it's that faith, that faith that, that we've all grown, we're all growing in, right? Like you were just saying, like, I don't know, is he there? Is he not? You just second guess yourself. And then you're just like, he's there. Like, I know it. And your faith just grows in that. And I was thinking as you were talking, like, it's kind of like mine and your relationship. We met about 20 years ago in college at San Diego State. And our relationship has evolved so much. It's so, it's like our friendship is so much deeper and we've gone through some stuff like we've gone through like, you know, different times in our lives that were difficult for you or difficult for me. And we've been able to like deepen our relationship because of that. And then even, you know, difficulties between you and I, which hasn't been much, but here and there, you know, little friendship things. And then we've been able to overcome that and deepen that. And it's just uh, even thinking of it on that level of how much like our friendship has evolved and deepened. And that's what our practices with each other, but also with the savior. It's such a good way to like, kind of look at like, it's real. The relationship is real. And I love that. I love it as you relate it to our friendship. Like, and I'll just bring up like last week you were so, and maybe, I don't know if maybe a few years ago, you wouldn't have felt uh, com comfortable or confident or, or like it was even a good idea to come to me with something that you were feeling about me, you know, just kind of like a little twinge of a little something that was, a, you know, I don't even want to call it negative. It wasn't a huge deal, but it was just something that you were just like, Hey, I just want to express this to you. Like, I just want to like get it out and like, let's just talk it through. And then we're just going to move, move past it. Right. And I thought that was really cool. And I super, super appreciate that we have that kind of friendship. 
And it makes me think about our relationship with the Lord. Like, what if we just go to the Lord and we're like, Lord, I just, I just need to express this to you. I, I don't know what else. I, I know that you won't judge me, that you won't, you'll just love me for it. And you'll probably be even more grateful that I brought this to you, Lord, and that you and I could just talk it out. And then we can, and, and it's because I desire a deeper friendship with you. I desire a deeper connection. Can we have that? And of course the Lord is like, yeah, of course we can. Just like our best friends do for us. Right. Yeah. I think that's a, absolutely. Um, and I, as you were kind of talking, it just reminds me like it's by the fruits, right? It's by the fruits. And so even just like maybe you're at, um, different stages than, you know, what we're talking about or, and, but it's by the fruits that, you know, and, um, this morning after eating two huge Thanksgiving meals, <laughs> one on Thursday and one on Saturday, um, I was just like, I need to go for a walk <laughs> and I needed to just kind of walk and run. I'm training for a marathon and I'm getting my body back in, you know, I'm a runner. I'm just getting myself like back positively because I keep thinking of like, even our temple blessings that talk about being able to run, you know, and I just like, I know that those, I want to put my faith in those. So as I went, you know, for this, you know, kind of walk run this morning, just to help my body digest food, but also just like emotionally, um, I, my, you know, I get some different twinges of pain in certain areas of my body. I would say my neck and my hip flexors are major ones. And instead of just being like, Oh, okay. My neck's hurting. I better stop. I just said, you know what, Lord, I need you. Will you run with me? And I just imagined him being there. And so this is what I mean by like, just try by the fruit. So I imagined him being there. And as my hip flexor was kind of hurting, I just imagined me taking this like little dark ball of energy out of my body and just saying, I love you. Thank you for, you know, manifesting. And I said, and I just would give it to the savior. And I just kept like, it's like we were playing, you know, ball together. I'm like, here's another one. <laughs> here's something <laughs> from my neck, you know? And I just like was imagining him there and just, and it allowed me to keep running, which is really cool. But the second part of that is I started to feel super elevated, like emotionally. And that's like the fruits of the spirit. It wasn't just like, oh, I feel good. It was like, I felt like this overwhelm, like peace and charity. And just like that, I almost like, like I could cry like from joy. So I guess the joy was the feeling and it was, and I was just out on a run, but doing that exercise in my mind, imagining him with me, I felt overwhelmed with joy. So that's the fruit. That's where you put your faith. That's the fruits of the spirit. And I'm like, you really are running with me. It's really fun. But that's how you know if, you know, you can trust that feeling or not. I think it's really a good indicator. And that's what God's given us, indicating through those emotions, through the feelings and the spirit of the Holy Ghost, that all things are given unto you. Wow. That's so beautiful. I'm just imagining you running with the savior right now. <laughs> I love it. We're training for a marathon together. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm like, think I'm like, what color are his shoes? What kind of shoes does the savior wear? Like, I'm totally picturing. It was all white. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's got the, the white Nike, like white jogging white. suit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. I love thinking of the Lord as a friend and also as, you know, the God of this world as well. Like it's just, you know, not, not to play him down or anything like that. It's just, it's also nice. I do believe that he wants to have that relationship with us. So, um, you know, I, I was, okay, this is sisters in Zion. So I'm just going to 
this is going to kind of touch on an experience I had yesterday. I was telling Danielle, I was like, okay, hey, I don't know if I should share this because it's so personal, but I'm sure most of you on this can understand, you know, um, I've been married for 15 years. Okay. I have five children. And, um, yesterday, one of them decided to hide in my bedroom and just was there for way too long and witnessed, you know, just normal activity. <laughs> <laughs> with my husband and I, and you know, it, it definitely was, was a, a shock. And I just got to say, like, I went 15 years without getting caught by my, all my kids. So like, I'm feeling pretty good about my, my track record here, but anyway, this happened. And, and, you know, just like your run, Danielle, like it's, you were doing something that was like positive and uplifting and you know, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just like, you're just bringing the Lord there and you're asking to make the situation better, make it lighter, make it, you know, not, not dark. Right. And, and, you know, with Kyle and I, it, it definitely had the potential with our five-year-old to be scary or dark or frustrating or angry. You know, there's all these feelings that come up and you're just kind of like, Oh my gosh, please Lord be with me as I talk to my five-year-old about the birds and the bees. Um, and, and so the first thing I did of course was just say a prayer, just Lord, just be with me as I speak to my son, you know, and it actually went really well. It, he was just kind of like, yeah, cool all right, like, whatever, that's fine. That's how you guys are, you know? And I'm like, all right, cool. So we're good. But then he proceeds to tell all of his brothers about it. So then of course I have to tell, you know, talk to each of the brothers and, you know, and, and it's like, when you bring the Lord and a good perspective into any situation, it, it makes it better. Cause I'm like, great. Well, I probably needed to have this talk with all of them anyway, you know, and I probably needed to just be very upfront and forward. And we were able to have a great conversation about why things are sometimes inappropriate and sometimes appropriate. And, you know, and just like why, why Satan wants to twist those things and why, you know, it was a good conversation. Right. So then as the day went on though, I could feel myself and probably, you know, under the influence of, you know, not good spirits just kind of go to like a, a fearful or dark place about the situation oh no this could lead to this or this could be really bad or he's gonna go tell everybody at church or you know what I mean like all this embarrassing moments you know and I just I kept bringing the Lord and I, I just went to the Lord as my as my savior and my friend and I said I need your help I'm obviously struggling with the fear of this situation can we redo what happened? Can we go back? Like, I, I know I have done this with you before in situations that were really, really hard for me. I've, I've gone back with you right by my side and we just clear it out and we just redo the situation and we just, you know, <laughs> clear the room, so to speak, <laughs> before anything happens. And I could feel the Lord like with so much love, like it, it, there was no embarrassment. There was no shame. There was no fear. It was just like, yeah, it's okay. I've got this, I've got this, the whole thing. And I just was able to just hand it over to the Lord. And I feel so much lighter. It doesn't change every single thing about what happened, but I feel so much lighter and can feel the Lord just in, and I have so much faith in knowing that from this situation that happened yesterday, that was, you know, relatively harmless, but definitely kind of a big deal in our family there can probably be good that comes from that. You know what I mean? Like even future, 10, 15, 20 years in the future, I believe the Lord will use this situation for the good of me and my family and even for my son and the whole thing. So that's what I'm going to put my faith into in knowing that the Lord will not only answer my request to just make it right, that he will use it and make it right, so right, like infinitely right from here on out. You know, it'll be an infinite right um, because I've asked him to do that for me. 
Yeah, I think the big key, and thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that. <laughs> so I think, I don't think you're alone, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So, but I do think the big key is that, that you brought in within your agency. You said, I invite you to make a, you know, improvement and elevation in this situation. And so like, you know, I don't know when it was, it was like a week ago or so, two weeks ago, I was... I don't know what I had done, but I was just, I wasn't like, I was like, gosh, I, I know something I'm, I'm not, I didn't respond well. I don't know. It was some situation where I, I was like, I didn't understand how to improve on it. And I was kind of spiraling about the sense. I didn't know how to, you know, I'm like, I don't even know how to improve on it. I don't really know what it is that's, you know, causing this pattern in my life anyway. And I'm, and I was kind of getting all a you know, upset about it and inside like, Oh my gosh, kind of like I'm doomed or I'm, you know, and I just went, wait a second. You know what? And I said, I said to the Lord, I invite you to absolutely up level this in my life so that this pattern doesn't, you know, that it can, you know, uh, persist and that I can, you know, just elevate myself. So I invite you cause I don't really get it. And instead of just like being upset about a pattern that I'm not really sure of and don't know how to change. I just said, I choose you to show me and I choose to love myself in the process and I'm done. I'm done spiraling. And so I think that, you know, that is the key is just that, that agency. It is a godly, it is one of the most powerful, powerful, um, abilities we have is the ability to choose whatever you want. And that's why, you know, with my running, I'm like, I choose to have my body be better so that I can run. And, and every, every moment I catch myself in like this, like maybe, you know, thoughts about my body, like not being able to run because of my neck or, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, nope, my, my body's doing great. I'm a runner. I'm a marathon runner. And I just, I am continuing to just um, invite the Lord into healing the different parts of my body. And that's like, you know, I kind of talked about that the last podcast as well, as I'm just experiencing, how can I invite you in? I don't understand all the patterns, but I invite you and I'm not going to spiral. I really like, you know, where we can take this to like in, in our daily lives. You know, I, I think there's times, at least for me, as I go throughout my days and weeks, right. We're just, we're just doing the, we're doing the thing. And some days I, I have, I would say like, I'll go through phases where I am feasting on the scriptures. I am feasting on the words of the Lord. I'm, you know, I'll fast and I'm, I'm really, really connected like into that divine channel. And I'm so grateful. And I feel, um, this is all my own thing, but like, I feel more worthy. I feel more able to feel the presence of the Lord. And then there's other times where I kind of cycle out of that. Right. And, and it's not, there's nothing wrong. I'm not like, cycling into some, you know, drug addiction pattern or anything major. I'm still saying prayers, but it feels a little more robotic. You know, it feels a little more like, okay, I'm just kind of tired and lethargic. And like you said, eating, you know, two, three Thanksgiving dinners now, I feel like garbage. And, I, you know, just, it's okay though. Like, like learning that the Lord is still my friend. The Lord is with me. There's nothing wrong practicing that kind of like just staying at this like kind of medium to high level, but not like super high, but not allowing myself to go super low. Does that make sense? Like just kind of hanging in and just practicing living daily with faith and charity, but not, not like extreme faith and charity. Does that make sense? It's just kind of like a, yeah, I'm cool. I'm here. There's nothing wrong. I'm just grateful. I'm open to 
seeing new things, but if nothing amazing happens, I'm good too, you know? And like, this is kind of like this, I don't want to call it mundane, but I do want most of our listeners, and this is something I've been learning as well, I want you to just kind of recognize the, the tool that Satan uses when you're not in like your heightened state of like total euphoria, joy, you know, like in the temple, tears streaming down your face, like you're not there, okay? You didn't just finish like a 24 to 40 hour fast. Um, you didn't just receive a priesthood blessing, okay? You're just living. You're just like, wake up every day, do the deal, you know, take kids to school or just work on your, you know, your projects or whatever it is. And I have found that like in those moments that when nothing really miraculous seems to be happening, that sometimes Satan will come in and go, oh yeah, this is bad. Oh my gosh, this is really bad. What is wrong with you? Like, oh, you're so, uh, you know what I mean? And, and what's, what's interesting is sometimes when that happens is when I go, oh man, I need to step it back up with the Lord, you know? But my point is this, how are you living and loving yourself in the day-to-day just quote normal. I mean, nothing in our life, everything in our life is really quite miraculous actually, but do you know what I mean? It's just like living without the judgment, living without the like crazy miracles and awesomeness and just being present and grateful and not really seeking after anything. You know what I mean? It's just happy. Like what? Well, how about that? Like just living happily. Yeah, they lived after a manner of happiness. Scripture, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. think you pinpointed it, is that Satan does what he can to make you feel like something's wrong. And when, he, when you have that feeling that something is wrong, it puts you in a state of isolation. It puts you in a state of division, which is all of his tools. And it's not true at all. And I love how you, know, you pinpointed as well. Um, guilt and maybe just like beating yourself up, those types of things. That's just a tool of Satan. That is not, God is not in that. He's not like, you didn't read your scriptures today with me. How dare you? You know, that God is like, yeah, I get it. You're busy. No worries. I'm right here. You don't, you don't, you know, can't, don't just have to read the scriptures to get to me anyway. So, you know, I, I think he's just so loving. And, and what I have found when I start to go into that, you know, a little bit of that wrong or whatever is I want to tell you know, the thoughts to cast them out and get it rid of them. But the, the other thing is, I just, I remember that, hey, I'm striving. I love that about me is that I'm always striving. So there's nothing wrong because I'm striving. It's just like, I don't know, going back to the marathon thing. It's like preparing and actually running a marathon. Are you wrong because you haven't finished it yet? You're striving. You're working on it. Maybe you need to get some better shoes. Maybe, maybe you gotta, you know, one day you take a break for money because your body needs a break. Maybe it needs a week break. Maybe you need, you know, two weeks to um, run straight, and then you're just like, oh, on a super big, you know, physical high, and you know, you're just looking at that. Are you wrong because you haven't been through the finish line yet? Not at all. You're striving, and so that's what helps me is and rem- remembering and helping me love myself. I love that about me that I'm I strive, and I know all of you sisters on here, and I know Kirsten does as well. It is part of our innate. It's our nature to strive. Yeah, striving. That is wonderful. That's a great word. It's not like 
good or bad. It, it, it is good, but it's not bad. Like striving is just, I'm just striving. <laughs> how you doing? I'm striving. <laughs> That's what I, you, you said. Sometimes I'll say to you, how you doing? I'm beautiful. I might start responding to you. I'm striving. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a great answer, right? It's not like there's not a, no more explanation needed than that. Actually, how you doing? I'm striving. Oh, good. That's wonderful. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm not suffering. I'm not like dying. I'm just striving. Wow. I like that. I always write these things down when we're talking. <laughs> That's good. Writing's really good for the brain to help you memorize it. So, yeah. I mean, really, you know, putting it together, you know, we've talked about taking, inviting, like actually using your agency to the Lord to correct things, which is again, another form of striving, right? You're allowing him to, you know, something that's maybe not at the level you want it to be, um, whether that be like we've talked about before, your body, whether that be your thoughts, whether that be your income, whether that be just anything that you're going through, maybe the level of spirituality um, or maybe something has happened and just in choosing, say, I invite you to correct this. I invite you to help bring it, whatever needs to come to my awareness. I just invite you in. I am allowing, I'm giving you steward over, you know, maybe like sometimes I feel like, I feel like cause a single gal, maybe I feel like I'm kind of selfish. And I'm like, you know what, if I am sort of, sort of selfish, I invite you to actually correct that and help me be more selfless. And so that's, that's really the practice. I just say, instead of going, Oh my gosh, I may be kind of selfish because all I do is, you know, serve me and my kitties and you know, whatever, but that's okay. I just say, you know what, if I am and at whatever level, I actually would love to level up and be more selfless. So I invite you to help me instead of like spiraling about what is wrong, which is an isolating thing. And I just, I invite them in, choose it and then strive. And he just shows you the little things you can do. Yeah. Um, we can give you. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I just, I love that. You know, it reminds me of something that I, I actually went through as a leader, um, in my, in my business, like as a network marketing leader. Um, I'm trying to think it was about three years ago or so. I, I had this one particular leader who showed up and just like really strongly disliked me. Like it, it got really ugly and it was really, it was really interesting time. Like all of a sudden, all of the women, other than you, Danielle, but all the women that I had been working with or were my best friends for years, just kind of seemingly, and it wasn't, I'm going to say it this way, and it was, it felt this way. It wasn't necessarily in their minds this way, and we've all since resolved and everybody's cool and happy again, but it felt as though all the women that I was closest to in my life and in my business were turning against me. And like all of a sudden it was like every single one of them could see like, or, or they were just like, they had been friends with me or been working with me for so long that they were just tired of this certain aspect of my personality maybe, or just like the way that I was showing up, which maybe was uh, seemingly selfish. Um, there was not anything intentional that I was doing, like trying to do, you know, I was definitely coming from a place um, I would say it was a less mature place in my own heart, but it was just from a place of like survival and build the business and be a great leader, you know, just, just doing my best. Right. But it came to a kind of a point, like this pinnacle point in my life where I had women that I, that were like in my heart that were just against me and just leaving my business or just talking badly about me. And it was just like, it just felt, and I, and I do believe that like, 
when that happens, although that was real, it was happening, that again, Satan comes in and just pours salt on those wounds and just like, and just like, just, what's the word? Like exacerbates all the pain and even the pain with them. And it's like, almost like there's these cords, like these energetic cords that get like, bigger and stronger and uglier that actually is not even true but because there's like a lack of communication between you it just it just really elevates into this ugliness right and it like was so hard to go to the lord in so much prayer and really get to a point where i was like cut down to the core of just whatever this is like i am so willing to see how wrong i am actually like i i am this is so painful and and i want it to be you know something that i can use in the future and let it be a gift for me to just see at a very raw real level what is actually holding my leaders back what's holding me back from becoming a better person a more devoted leader and daughter of god and you know like all of that so those things that happen to us where people you know sometimes when someone projects hatred on us, it actually has nothing to do with us, right? It really doesn't. It's just like, oh my goodness, it's has zero to do with me. But sometimes there is an element of truth in it that we can ask the Lord to just show us, like, like a friend would show us, you know, like, again, like I would come to you, Danielle, and say like, okay, I know you're going to give it to me straight. Like, is there a part of my personality that is this way? Like, is there some way that I'm coming across that I could somehow change and do better, right? And as my friend, you're like, okay, let's talk this through. Like, let's figure it out. And the Lord, knowing me much better than even you know me, right? Like, can can speak to me and teach me in ways that are absolutely for my, you know, divine nature and purpose. And, you know, I think it's really valuable for us to ask the Lord to teach us um, in these types of situations that can sometimes be painful, right? Yes, totally. I remember that time that was uh, very, very trying. And I'm glad that we were able to bounce ideas off each other. But you know, that's the thing is like taking it to the Lord and bouncing ideas off of him. And then just inviting him in of how we can improve and how we can love ourselves deeper and also strive, you know, just I, I love the just inviting him in allows me to just let go of like, the fear like, Oh, I don't know if I'm I ever going to get better. You know, it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm inviting him in to heal me. So I am going to, and it's just that exercise of faith. Mm. I had a business partner come to me yesterday or no, two days ago, I think it's been. And she was like, okay, I'm fed up. I, I will not be treated this way by, you know, this, this other person. And they said this and just felt like they, you know, shot all my ideas down and told me that, you know, it's really critical of me. And it's just, I just like, I just won't do it anymore. And this isn't, this isn't healthy and blah, blah, blah. And it was interesting. I, I took, you know, sympathy on what she was going through, but I also know that we actually allow, and we, we project those types of things into our lives. And so I said to her, I said, you know what I think this really is about. It's not about that other person, you know, being this way to you. It's about you're at a space in your life. You're ready to level up. And this type of treatment that this person you have allowed to, you know, do to you 
you're no longer allowing it, which is super good, but it's triggering you because of something within within you. And it's not really about that other person. So I hope that makes sense. I might be, be a little confusing, but today, anyways, I was really direct and really sweet and kind with her, but I just said, I really think that this is something showing up for you in order to up level yourself. That's all it is. And so she texts me actually this morning and, um, she said, you are right. I totally allowed myself to be triggered. It was about me. And it's something I'm working on from a very old, very deep family issue. And they're coming to the surface. And I just said, I am so glad they're coming to the surface. And she sent me this, um, uh, some, some Instagram post that says, Every person you encounter is playing a specific role cast by the universe to guide you towards your truest understanding of who you are and what you are meant to share with the world. Forgive those who have played roles that have led to pain. It all served a purpose. Yeah. Isn't that good? So good. I actually, I'm so, that was a perfect way of saying it. I was just going to say one thing that I have learned through this too, I think as we all go through this type of pain or this type of learning is really being able to look at someone who maybe is actually mean to you or offensive or says something and just go, oh, wow. Like with so much love, look at you, look at you striving. And you know, you don't, you don't want to be belittling or mean or probably don't need to say anything like that to them, but just my heart is turned for them, is, is open and just is open to the Lord, you know, helping them through whatever it is that they're going through and just me being a part of that and, and just always ending it with love. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing is like, wow, we, we went through that and let's bring the Lord there to, you know, clean up any of our mistakes or any of our misunderstandings or any of the confusion. And, um, you know, I, I actually had a girl that, uh, she, um, she didn't agree with the way that I was wanting to handle something at church and I'm in kind of a leadership role and I was expressing my opinion, but I was being pretty cool about it. I wasn't like being forceful, but she just kind of snapped at me, like just this is what we're doing. This is how it's going to be. And if you guys got a problem with it, then, you know, then do it yourself. That was basically what she said. And, and it was really fun for me. I think because we've practiced this so much, like, I mean, Kirsten five years ago would have been super have let her know. And in this situation, I was like, Wow, look at you. Like in my head, I did not I actually did not respond to her message. I was just kind of like, cool, there's nothing to say. I got nothing for you. You just you go through that whole thing yourself and with the Lord. But in my mind, I think I even said to Kyle, I was like, you know, I respect her for just like saying what she wants to say. You know what I mean? Like, good for you. Wow. I'm so happy for you that you felt like you could just speak your mind and express frustration to me. And wow, this is so good. And I believe that I'm able to do that now because of the Lord. Like, that's not me. That's not me being amazing. That's me having the Lord with me, like as a shield, as a filter, you know, like that just softens everything and just like really diffuses the anger and tension, and, and tension that is thrown at me and knowing that it's not really about me anyway. It's mostly about her process and her, you know, learning. Um, and that's fun, you guys. That's really fun. It's refreshing, right? To like be able to just look at pretty much any situation with a 
a lot more love. That grace, you know, giving that person the grace for, I mean, call it maybe a tantrum, but I mean, how many of us have tantrumed? And the only time, you know, we don't allow grace for them. We're not allowing grace for ourselves for the tantrums that we have done. And I, you know, I've done some of those and I'm like, I'm so embarrassed that I reacted that way. And that's when I just go, you know what? I'm going to turn over to the Lord and guess what? I am striving. Yay. You know, there's that word again, but it's just so true. Like if we can have grace for others that are going through that and Hey, thanks for showing up that way. It just taught me something new about myself that I'm not the Kirsten, right? That I was five years ago. Thank you. I had, you know, similar kind of difficulty with someone in my family is my dad's wife right now. And not right now, but this is a while ago. And I, instead of like feeling like, um, just some animosity towards her, you know, even though I was like, Oh no, I've forgiven her, but I don't want to be too close. I finally like started just thanking her for showing up the way she has, because it's taught me. And that has helped me like that love and that, that gratitude for her showing up in that way. I just, it's facilitated lessons for me is made me just, I don't fear being around her. I just love her. I feel like I have so much more love for her, whether she changes or not. That's okay. I get to, I get to choose my change. She gets to choose her change. And that, so I just want to remind, I don't know, just remind you all. I mean, you're just striving and so is everybody else and having that grace for them and that grace for yourself. Oh, it's just so freeing. And that's, I think, really helpful advice. I don't, depends on when our listeners are listening to this, but we are going into the holidays. You know, we're already kind of in the middle of the holidays right now. And I know there can be um, a lot or a little bit of anxiety as you, you know, plan uh, family gatherings and, you know, being around certain people that maybe raise your anxiety levels. And although those situations are real and those, you know, there is a past there, there is a story, there's a history, there's all these things. Um, our invitation to you would be to thank, you know, maybe in your heart or maybe actually physically, you know, maybe it's time now to thank that person. Thank them for showing up in your life. Thank them for teaching you. Thank them for being who they are and, and thank them for striving also and just bring more love into the situation. It doesn't erase everything that happened, but it certainly can bring more love to the situation and, and really understanding that like there doesn't need to be the fear and the anxiety and the shame and the guilt and all of that, that, you know, kind of bubbles up. Uh, especially around this time, the Lord is there willing and ready to clear that and to bring so much joy and, and really think about like, I know like I'm getting this picture of like there's some really difficult situations that a lot of you may be facing and understand that the, the depth of the trial mirrors the height of the joy that can be felt and so even though it was really deep and really angry and really sorrowful, the Lord loves, I, okay, I'm not going to say that he's a show off because that's kind of a weird way of saying it, but I do believe the Lord loves to show us his power in, in cleansing like the darkest thing. Like, I feel like it almost makes him excited. Like, watch what I can do. You guys like, let me come in, let me mediate, let me be the great mediator of all of these things and show you how clear and clean and fresh and beautiful it really can be when you don't believe that it could ever be as wonderful as I will show you if you'll let me. 
Yeah, that's such a great reminder for, you know, I love that little visual. He's like giddy to like let, like as soon as we can allow him in, he's like, yes, thank you. You know, I, he just, he has to be allowed. He has, our agency has to choose that. And, uh, you know, I was thinking as we were talking is imagine that's the grace and the way he sees us, he doesn't really focus on the tantrum. He doesn't really focus on maybe some of the, you know, patterns that are so negative about us. He doesn't focus on those. He sees the potential inside, but he also sees that you're trying, you know, he has all the context of what's going on with us. And we have all the context of what's going on with us. And so when someone else will just use the word tantrum again, you know, tantrums, and we can just easily go, like, not have, you know, grace because we don't have the context. So, but he, he has that grace for us. And he's like, it's okay that you tantrum. I get it. I love you. So when we can practice that, and one way that I, you know, I've been working on doing that is if I'm triggered by another person, let's just say, I just ask God, I'm like, can you help me see this person through, through your eyes? Because he obviously has all the context. So if it's a family member and maybe it's going to be, you know, some time till I work my own hurt, but I don't work that hurt out with that person. I work that out with the Lord. And then I show up for love with love for that person. And it doesn't mean that there's not things to address. Like I, the, the friend um, from my business, I just said, you know, I think it's just a really important thing to address with the other person. You know, I, I think once you get to your spell space to a place yourself to a space of love and just appreciation for you, because this trigger is about you. It's not about her behavior. She could do that behavior to anybody, somebody who that wouldn't trigger, wouldn't even, they wouldn't even see it, but you see it. And so why we're seeing it, like that's about a lack of love for something within ourselves that, that, that God can fill. And then once we can come from that space, then we can go to that person and maybe address it, maybe just love them. Who knows? Whatever the God, you know, God guides you to do. But he gives us that grace and that context. So if that's a good reminder, I think, for us to give it. And the reason why we want to give that grace and context, because it sets us free. It's really not about the other person. It just sets us free. So I love that. You know, I'll be honest, as you're, as you're talking, I'm just sitting here thinking about a few different scenarios and patterns and, and fears that I have, especially in my business, like as a leader, there's, there's a few of my leaders that I've got some long histories with that I I can see, you know, that I have a a big role to play in those things. And I, I just really think that for the most part, the answer is always just taking it to the Lord and processing it with the Lord and asking him to help us come back to that situation with love. Like it's, it's wonderful because there's a couple of scenarios, you know, where I really don't know what to do. You know, I'm just kind of like, all right, so gosh, you know, are we done? Are we keep, are we going to work? Are we not? Like, I don't, you know, it's like, there's a lot of fear and, and unknown there. For me and, and the Lord knows everything and the Lord loves us all. And so anyway, I know each of you, as you're listening, you're thinking of your own individual situations and your own lives. And, and we just want you to 
know that the Lord loves you, that he is your friend, that you can take any situation, no matter how embarrassing or how ridiculous or how painful or how, how exciting, actually, like running a marathon, all of those things, that the Lord wants to be a part of your life, that every single situation can be turned back to him, that can be turned to bring more light and love and grace and joy into everything. He can make every dark situation lighter. And what a joy and what a blessing that is for each of us in our lives. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've, you've really gotten maybe some good ammo, some good love to go into this holiday season with um, or whatever difficult situation you may be facing in your life. And just know that we love you and the Lord loves you. And thank you so much for listening. We'll chat, chat with you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.